Hello and welcome back to this Christian Walk Podcast, the show where no topic is too taboo to empower you on your walk with God. I'm your host, Marley B, and today we have a different kind of episode, right? So we decided to flip the script, right? So we know that this show is all about walking, this Christian walk, walking by faith. But a lot of people may know and a lot of people may not know that, you know, I actually took a huge leap of faith to start this podcast. About eight months ago, I left corporate America to come out to do it. And, you know, I had a good friend that told me, you know, you're actually walking this walk. Somebody should interview you. So I thought maybe she is right. So she volunteered to be that person on the other side of the questions. And put me in the hot seat and I was much obliged to do so and so let's share that experience with you right now uh, walk with me talk with me what you know about God will he ride with me come and open my eyes for me hit my story show me more what's in store and once more listen homie can you walk good afternoon Marley B how you good doing girl <laughs> good afternoon Gail I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Great, great, great. Thank you for the opportunity to be on the other side of the hot questions. Yes. Today, I want to talk to you about what it looks like, what it feels like to just walk away from your job and do something different. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about, you know, the name of your podcast is This Christian Walk. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about walking that Christian walk as we are supposed to by faith and not by sight. So Marley, who is Marley and where did she come from? Ooh, Marley is a girl from the hood, right? I came from Detroit, Michigan, uh, the West side. I'm a Joy Road girl, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. I was there until I turned a week before my 25th birthday, I moved to Charlotte, right? Trying to be on the radio. Like I wanted to be a radio broadcaster. I went to um, a school called uh, Spec Tower Broadcast School and Recording Arts back in the day. I finished that and came to Charlotte in hopes of, you know, one day making it big on the radio. But that didn't work. So I, um, I just kind of really wasn't feeling the passion of going down that, that line of work when I got here, but I really liked being here. So I knew that I had to work in order to stay, you know, so I started in, you know, started working at restaurants and, you know, I had another little corporate job Then I ended up at the bank where I was at for like 14 years until, you know, this past January. So Marley is built for the screen thing. I, I would not say that. I wouldn't say I was built for that, even though I did hear a lot about, you know, people used to always try to be, get me to be a comedian. My dad was always trying to get me to be on stage doing one thing or another back in the day, but I wasn't never really interested in being on stage. It just never really was something I was into doing. I like being in supportive roles, you know, I, you know, I like being in the mix, but I don't want to be the focal point of, of attention. That's not really my thing. It happens a lot, but it's not because I go out and want it or feel like I was born with it, but it's just something that kind of happens. Okay. 
So how long have you been doing your um, podcast, This Christian Woman? First episodes went out in February. We started in February of this year. Okay. And so it hasn't even been a year yet. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. And we're almost with this is season two now. So okay. Coming along. So how long are your seasons? How many sessions are your seasons? Right now that we're doing 12 episodes, right? Because you know, we're getting started out. Thought that was a pretty respectable way to get it started, 12 episodes per season. And then hopefully we can, you know, stretch it out a little bit more once we get the hang of it as it continue to build and grow. But right now, 12 for okay. each one. Okay. So when you first told me you were doing a podcast, I was like, oh, you go, girl. And then you say you quit your job to do mm-hmm. your podcast. I was like, hmm. You said <laughs> that you heard God tell you, you was like the disciples. He said, drop that net and follow me. And you said, okay. So the magic question is, how did you get to the point to where you knew for sure? Or how did it feel when you got to that point when you knew for sure that this was direction from God and that you were going to go ahead and do it? I have to admit, it felt pretty scary, right? Because I was literally walking around my neighborhood one morning, early morning, doing like some exercise, right? And I literally got stopped in my tracks. You know what I mean? Like I was stopped in my tracks and then it it just kind of hit me like a flood. That's how I knew it was real. I knew it was God, but it was scary because it was just like, okay, all of a sudden I just knew. God, it wasn't like God was like, I want you to quit your job right then. It was, I want you to start a podcast. I want you to name it This Christian Walk. And I could see it so clearly. And I don't know exactly how long I was standing there. But all I know is I opened my eyes and I was like standing in the middle of the street. So at first, naturally, you're going to just be looking like, okay, did anybody else hear having a situation or uh, experience right now? Or was it just me? And then secondly, did anybody just see me standing in the middle of the street looking like, you know, a foolish person? Because it was nobody around. But, you know, at first I'm just looking around like, okay, was that, did anybody just hear or see that? You know, it was one of those situations. Okay. And it was like, oh, at first it was just like, I knew it was God. Like, I knew it. And so it was just like, okay, all right. For the first time in my life, I know what God wants me to do. This, this was the first time. And this was probably about two years ago. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I, 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 God want me to start a podcast. Want me to call it This Christian Walk. And it was like, okay. And then at first, then right after it was just like, what? <laughs> like, I'm nowhere in, you know, even the broadcast thing at this point, that was 18 years ago. I've been living in Charlotte almost, well, at this point, 16 years, because it was two years ago. So it was like, where did that come from a podcast that don't even you know okay but I knew that it was God like who else could it have been and it was just like okay I know that's the the thing all right well I'm gonna do that but then it's like okay I didn't know right away you know right away that he wanted it to be like okay I want it to be the primary thing that you're doing this is going to lead to you leaving your job I thought it was something I would do on the side you know but, you know, sooner or later, it came to the point where 
it would be revealed that he did want me to leave my job, that it was time to do it. And he would set things up that I could do it and do it gracefully. So between the time that you heard his voice, did you start working on the podcast, start the podcast and then quit your job? Or did you quit the job and then start working on the podcast? So... initially I had bought like some little equipment that I could start a a podcast on my phone. I bought that kind of almost immediately Mm -hmm. because I, well, I wouldn't say immediately because I probably had the vision probably like October and maybe October, November-ish, but, and I kind of kept it to myself and I, cause I was thinking, okay, God, want me to start a podcast. All right. And it was like, I was trying to get it through my head, even though I believed it was God, but I hadn't made any action towards it at this point. At this point, I'm like, okay, I got a little bit uh, of college left to finish. I'll, you know, think about it later on and some months down the line. So, you know, I, I had put a little stuff in my little shopping cart on Amazon. Oh, I could bake a little, I could do this on my phone and start a podcast. I was looking at little um, YouTube videos on how you started. Cause I don't know anything, but I'm not plugged in the podcast community at all. I don't listen to podcasts. So I was like, I didn't know where to get started. So I was just listening to a little video, but the validate, the first validation I really got other than the obvious vision was on Christmas, my brother, because mind you, this is October, November. So for Christmas, my brother gives me a painting and it's a painting of a path. Like it looks like a path. And I'm like, okay, this Christian walk, now I get a path for Christmas. Okay, this feels like validation to me. Like, and I told him about that was the first person I told about it. And he was just like, wow, that dude, you know, he was like, he felt real compelled to get it for me. And I was just like, okay, this is feeling like I need to go down. I need to keep on on this. This is God letting me know, yeah, it's me. I'm telling you what I want you to do. And I'm telling you the name of it. And I'm telling, and you know, this is what is going, this is going to be the business pretty much. So I'm like, all right. So when the, um, you know, after that, that's when I started to the point where I'm like, okay, let me watch more videos. Let me, you know, really, instead of having the stuff in my cart, let me go ahead and purchase the equipment so I can learn how to use it and stuff like that. I'm listening to more motivational type stuff online. And, you know, I'm, I'm preparing myself in that way, but not really making the, the strides of production at that point, if that makes sense. It does. Mm-hmm. You're making the strides. You're making the strides. Small, making- small strides, but strides still the same. You've heard the voice, made the decision to follow it. Now mm-hmm. you're making the small strides. Mm-hmm. So when when it was time to leave the job, the source mm-hmm. at the time, so to speak, although we all know that it's just a resource. The know, resource, yeah. Right, we know who the ultimate source is. Mm-hmm. How quickly were you to turn in your resignation and how did you turn in your resignation? Well, honestly, and how I know it was God, it wasn't so much as me turning in my resignation more than I was offered a severance package out of nowhere. You know, I was just, it was just like, oh, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, you know, and how they presented it to us was if you feel that you, your career is going in a different direction than being, being an employee at this company, 
we have built a package to help support you in those endeavors. Oh, yeah, that was we, You know, we're going to pay for your insurance for six months. We'll give you six months severance. We'll give you, you know, we'll give you um, job training and pay for, continue to pay for school um, um, for for the next year and all this, just all this, this package that was so strong that it just felt like, wow, this is miraculous. It was something that they had never done before. Okay. And I was already to the point where I knew that it was time. You know how it is when God has you in a squeeze and, more, and stuff get more and more uncomfortable. You know, the job had went from, even though it was something that I had grown to be very good at, and I loved it. I loved the people. You know what I'm saying? I loved the people. I loved the job, even though I didn't really want, I didn't see myself retiring from there, but I didn't see myself leaving as soon as I did either. But when it was like the pandemic came out of nowhere, wham, and my, the, my job changed dramatically and doing your job in person and doing it virtually is two different animals. Right. And it was just a very stressful time, even though I was doing it the best that I can, doing the best I can. We all did, it, you know, when this pandemic came on, but it was just a very stressful thing. And it was, it was something that it tested my faith a lot. And in that season of me getting back, like I had got tested, I had got down and then I had to pull myself out of that. And then when I pulled myself out of it, it was, I was very much closer to God in it. You know what I mean? And then that's when it was just like, okay, you ready? Boom, out of nowhere, severed. And it wasn't something that was, okay, you, you, you put it in now and, and tomorrow's your last day. You got two weeks. They said you put it in in September the 1st and your last day is January the 1st. I mean, that's perfect. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I wasn't leaving too fast. I wasn't leaving my teammates holding the bag. I had a chance to let my direct reports adjust. I had a chance to really uh, prepare myself to leave this protective net that I've been in for 14 years. Okay. You know, so it was just like, God set it up to, to make the transition. And when it, when the idea or the, you know, when the first, when they first put out the the um, the notification, like, hey, this severance is available, the first thing I did was pray. God, is this you or is this me? Because I didn't want to make sure that it, I wanted to make sure it wasn't me. I didn't want to be running from one situation, trying to find another one. I didn't want to leave until God felt it was time for me to leave. Because I know that's how you get bumped upside your head when you're trying to listen to you instead of listening to him. I wasn't trying to do that. Especially with my livelihood. I'm a single woman. I got bills. I got good credit. I like to protect all of that. You know what I'm saying? I got to take care of that, you know? So I had to make sure he was in it with me or I, else I'd still be at that job. <laughs> right. right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so God has answered. Now you are accepting the severance and it's time to just really have the time to work on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So... Where do you get your subjects from, your ideas from for your different podcasts? A lot of times through conversation. Sometimes I'll just talk to somebody and, you know, God will kind of, I ask God at the beginning of my days to kind of get me to the people that I need to get to, get me to the subjects that he want me to talk about, you know? And so I, I start my days like that. And then sometimes just through conversation and I'll just be like, well, you know, I think that'll be a great topic. And, you know, I ask people to come on. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, you know, but 
that's how I get them. You know, I, I just kind of look for God in the situation. I just, I don't want to just have any and everybody on here because I don't think the, the God that I serve is a little bit more intentional than that. I just try to keep him in it and ask him where, what he want me to talk about. What does, who does he want me to talk to? And sometimes I get like these strong urges to ask people. I don't really like to ask people to do things for me at all. But especially like, you know, you want to come on the podcast, you know, not too many people want to do that. Right. Not just regular people. Right. But, you know, sometimes I get these strong feelings to ask and a lot of times they say, yeah. And I've had some instances that people told me yes and they 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 was a no-show. But okay. for the mo most part, they show up. Okay. And I know it is the the most high God. It is not me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now, you know, the podcast is going well the um ideas are flowing everything is going so now the severance is is finished the severance is gone oh yeah that's gone so now what so how do what? you monthly when you're working on the podcast but you're also like wait a minute because your podcast is not it's not a podcast where you got this this extra flow of money that was sitting there waiting on waiting to help run the podcast this podcast is being run on what? Faith. <laughs> it is being run on faith. Yes. Luckily, like, I, because I was in the middle of, when I left my job, I was in the middle of a reconstruction, like a redecoration of my house, a renovation of my house. I had to put that on hold right now. I'm right now, currently, my bedroom is set up in my living room. I changed my, my, uh, cause I had started in my master bedroom. It's, it's, you know, it's a trip, but I'm comfortable. Thank God. And I don't care. And I tell people all the time, this is my, you know, God bless me with this house. And if I want to set up my bedroom in the bathroom, I can do that. All these rooms I pay for every month. So I use this whole house, you know, but yeah. I was in the middle of that renovation and I just kind of held it. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna put that on hold. And I started buying equipment. That's when I used the money to buy equipment, you know, while I was still working. So I spent all the, I spent money, you know, before I started actually in production and all that stuff. So I was lucky enough that I had that, those four months to prepare to buy equipment and, and buy supplies and all that stuff. And I'm just kind of coaxing on that. And the rest is just my savings. You know, luckily I was the type that I, I had savings. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm kind of, I'm I'm good. And sometimes stuff just kind of come up. It's like, oh, I get a check and I'll be like, oh, what was this for? I'm like, oh, okay. Well, thank you, God. Like, it's been kind of money. What kind of come? It just comes together. And I just pray for God. I'm like, look, and I'm constantly reminding him of what he said to me. I'm the head. I'm not the, I'm the head, not the tail. I'm a lender, not a borrower. I do not, I do not dig the, the borrower life. I don't like it. I don't like the old people, nothing. So I need him to keep me in the lender category. And I'm, I got to trust him to do that. Okay. You know, I got to trust him to do that. And you know why, even if I go and work a, a job, it's going to be secondary to what, to this show, you know, this show is still my priority. Whatever is happening is going to be around this. And I just believe that as long as I do that, he's going to make sure that, I stay in the lender category of, opposed to the borrower. Right. As long as you're obedient to the yes. direction that you're being given. Mm -hmm. Now, 
what advice would you give to somebody that, okay, I come to you and I say, I think I hear God doing me this, telling me to do this particular thing. What advice would you give that person as to how to be sure that it's God's voice they're hearing and not other voices? Mm. Ask, for, uh, ask for confirmation. Okay. One thing I know about God, he will confirm because I can get real remedial. I, I'm like, huh? You can't be, no. And I've had to ask God flat out, like, are you sure? Is this you? And he will let me know whether it's in the spirit where I just can kind of be still and hear him or whether it's through like, you know, my brother bring a, a painting in here that says, this is a path. You know, it's certain things that will happen to where he'll confirm it. So I would just suggest that make sure that you are asking him to confirm it because he will, you know, ask him to confirm it. Okay. Absolutely. That's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they have, how would you advise somebody as to resources, as to how, how to receive resources for, or how to receive help or whatever project it is? Because, you know, sometimes you hit on it a few minutes ago. Sometimes we don't know how to receive help. Sometimes we don't know where to go to get the help that we feel like we may need to do what it is that we feel like or we think we are supposed to be doing. So like you said, you had a few months to start purchasing things. You had an idea of what you wanted to do because the um, that particular scene was what you really wanted to do anyway, even though it had been a while since you did your studying and since you was into the broadcasting field, it had been a minute. That was a part of what you already wanted to do. How would you advise somebody who strongly feels God calling them into an area that may not have been their first choice and they have no clue where to start. They have no clue what their first step should be. Oh man. And I, you know, I felt that way because even though, you know, I went to broadcasting school, I did it kind of on a whim. I wasn't really sure what I, I was like kind of at the end of my rope. It was like, let me try something type of thing. And it just kind of ended up fitting. I ended up liking it. And that was cool. But uh, it wasn't like it was a real passion of mine, you know? So when I think about the idea of being a podcaster, it was not appealing to me. And I definitely didn't know how to start, where to start. And I was just looking like, nah, I'm not. And, you know, I'm, I'm one, one of those people that really was all, I'm not a social media uh fanatic I, i'm not it, it doesn't come easy to me to use it technical things i'm the one i would call my brother down here the tv acting up i don't know what's you know i'm not a technical person like that so i i wasn't sure where to get started i was just watching the the youtubes hoping that i would learn something the more i watched it the, the more i knew how confusing this stuff could be because depending on what, how somebody was uh, somebody's ability to explain something versus somebody else. It just got more confusing than, than clear, right? And I would just say, God, this is, I don't, how am I supposed to do this? And next thing you know, I started getting these real strong feelings to call my cousin E-Man. Now my cousin E-Man is a rapper, okay? Now he was, he, he, he's a musician. He, he played, you know, band instruments, all kinds of things uh, while he was in high school and all this other stuff. But for me to have this strong feeling to say, well, let me see if E-Man can help me. It was something that I was just like, 
I guess it's possible, but not really, right? But I had a very strong feeling to call him. And one day we had a meeting and he told me how, and this is something I wouldn't have never known had I just listened to the voice that was in my head and in my heart. And I know it was God. And so he was just like, you know, I'm telling him like, look, I'm trying, I'm about to leave my job. He like, cause they, they know how I am, you know, like, what you about to leave a job? You starting a podcast. Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, I really could use your help. You know, I was like, God put you on my heart to see if you could help me with it, you know, with any of this stuff. And he was like, you know, little did I know he had been, it's a passion, like a ha hobby of his. He watched all, he learned all kind of technical stuff and he wants to learn how to do, he already know all this green screen stuff and all the, he know how to do the camera, set up the lights. He know how to do the microphones. He know how to do the audio. I didn't know all that stuff. I know he's a rapper. I know they make, they drop records, if, you know, and I know that from just hearing it in passing, not because I stopped because I was real interested about it, but all of this stuff was stuff that he knew and that he wanted to develop. And he was willing to do it with no money because he wanted, he thought it was fun. Okay. And I was just like, wow. And he actually said to me, not only, oh, I can do this or I want to, I can, I can learn how to do it even better. But he told me something that I will never forget, which is I need this. This is going to help me. And I was like, it's going to help you. He was like, yeah, I'm excited. I need something to be excited about. Okay. And I was just like, God, you already, you already changing people with this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's why I, I, I learned to be able to appreciate moments like that. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's already been changing me and my faith. And then it's getting my cousin into a situation where he's going to get even greater in his faith. You know what I mean? And right. I'm thinking what he's doing just for us two off rip. So I can't even imagine what else, who else, you know, this is kind of thing that can't be like, okay, this is coming together. Now I can take a couple more steps. This is how it works. Right. You know, I'm not out here with the faith of Joel Osteen. I, I you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not out here with T.D. Jake's level faith. But, but you have Marley's faith. I got Marley's faith, and, and that since, has been enough. And since this is Marley's life, it's mm -hmm. Marley's path, it's Marley's testimony, mm -hmm. it has to be Marley's faith. Mm -hmm. The book of Marley. The book of Marley, right? <laughs> okay, so it's been seven months. Eight. Eight months. What are some of your goals as far as the podcast is concerned? What are you looking forward to doing with the podcast? I'm looking forward to having the podcast stream on more platforms, right? Right now we are on Apple, we are on um, iHeart, and we are on, um, what I say, Apple, iHeart, and on YouTube. And, you know, I tried the Spotify lane, but they've been giving me, they've been giving me um, some pushback, some challenges. So I'm, I'm I want to get it out to more uh, to more platforms so that ultimately I can get it out to more listeners. You know, I want people to I want more people to want to come talk to me. Okay. You know, I, I I want to advocate for a relationship with God. I just want people to see that if you just try it at whatever level faith you are at, that it can change your life for the better. I just 
as the more I have these conversations, I see so many people closing their mind to the idea of faith based off of, you know, what we know of it at this point through watching our, our parents and our grandparents uh, kind of act this thing out. And, you know, the younger generation, they're not having it. And a lot of the people that are Gen Xers, baby boomers and all of that, they're, they're, they fatigue. They have church fatigue. And I just want to be, I want TCW to be a bridge to back at it. I want people to come back to God. I want people to just try him at whatever level of faith that they at. If I can get somebody to say they tried it, you know, that's, that's my goal. You know, I feel like that's God's goal because I've just been trying to get in line with what he want because I made a decision a whole, a little while ago to get out of what I wanted and try to get into the business of what God wanted. And that is what has been transforming my life. And, you know, this Christian walk is my walk with God in real time. And I don't think he wanted me to set up a camera and a microphone to, to fail in front of people, but to succeed. So I think that, you know, that's what, that's what I want. I want people to, to watch so that they can see what God is going to do. You know, I'm in awe every day of God. Every time I pay my bills, I can throw a whole parade, but I don't have the budget. <laughs> but, but I mean, every, every time, like the, the little things, I learned to appreciate God for all the little things because he set me down long enough to, to teach me those things. And I just know that just from some maybe faith, and I'm hoping that that TCW instills maybe faith because I know that's the beginning of great things. Right. So let me ask you this. How can people support you and contact you? Um, you can definitely contact me um, either email through um, TCW podcast one at gmail.com or online at Facebook, you know, Marley Burrell on Facebook, um, as well as Instagram, this underscore Christian underscore walk underscore 2020. Uh, <laughs> I was not thinking that through when I created that on Instagram, but I stand by it. It's, it's long, but <laughs> I stand by it. This Christian walk 2020 underscores and all through there but marley burrell is probably the easiest way to do it on facebook um but i am on instagram i'm about to be on tiktok um so i can get some more um some more uh clips out there because i'm just trying to get more eyes on it i'm trying to get more more eyes on it i feel very proud of the work that i'm doing i think people should see it i want people to see it and, you know, I'm past who doesn't share it, who doesn't like it. I'm past all of that because it's bigger than that. It's right. just about the people who do. Right. I, you know, I really want to focus on the people that do and have the opportunity to see it and share it. And, you know, even if you never like it, if you never share it. But if you get a chance to view it and you give God a chance to penetrate your heart, because that's what it's about, you know. That's what I want. Okay. Mm -hmm. One last thing. 
can you give us a sneak preview of what your maybe your next two conversations are going to be about? Oh, well, you know what? I will have a conversation coming up about godly marriage. I have a couple that I've known for some years. They have a beautiful testimony about godly marriage. And they have, you know, a story that I think a lot of people can learn from. I talk to so many people about different things, especially since I've been doing this. But, you know, around dating, you know how it is as a single. We don't think that, you know, a lot of times we get, you get, discouraged yes like is it possible that you know i can go out and really date a man without having sex and you know it can really turn into a beautiful family with kids and all this can that happen in this century but it can it can happen and i talked to a beautiful couple who who have found it and you know they have a godly marriage they they know how to fight on their knees and not with their voices and their fists. And they have created this, this atmosphere, you know, that is just commendable. And it's not that they are perfect, but they have a story that, that shows people that it can work. And it can work in the black community as well as the white community. And it can work, you know, when you do things God way instead of the way that cultures say that you can do. Right. And, you know, I think that's cool. Another one is I'm go- I want to have some singles on. I want to do a single sign on, sound off, you know, and we want to talk about what it's really like out here when we try to um, live by those pr- principles or we have to admit that we haven't tried to because we don't believe that it's possible. And we need to talk about those things. I think that having these conversations, which, you know, TCW is just so have these conversations. So they spark more conversations. Yes. You know, I think that by doing that, we can really change our mindset. We can change our communities. We can change our world. And we can change the, you know, the trajectory of a lot of people when it comes to the kingdom. Yes. And that's, that's the goal. I think that's what God wants us to do. And I think he picked my crazy self because I know how to have all kinds of conversations with all kinds of people, okay. you know. <laughs> so let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you, thank you, um, Marley, for taking the time today to talk to us about what it looks like to walk by faith and not mm-hmm. by sight as, as we're supposed to do. And you truly are an inspiration to know that you heard the voice. You did exactly what God has told you to do. You're reaping the benefit. And I'm looking forward to the testimony later of how God took that one little idea and used it, like you said, for the kingdom to help other people to understand that God doesn't look at, we are not our mistakes to God. We are still the ones that he created us to be when we became a thought in his mind. And there is nobody that's unreachable to God. There's nothing that that you can do that would make God dislike you so much that he still wouldn't love you and wouldn't save you if you're willing to accept salvation and accept his son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and personal savior. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I look forward to conversating with you again later as we take this Christian walk. Thank you so much, Minister Gail, for agreeing to get on the other side of the questions for this special episode of This Christian Walk. I hope this content spoke to somebody out there. And if it did, please like it, please share it, and definitely please subscribe to my channel. Remember, you can now listen to us on Apple Podcasts as well as iHeartRadio. So... 
as we discussed in my testimonial there, you know, walking this this walk with God, it, you, you got to be a little bit gangster. Let's be, let's be real about it. You got to be a little gangster for Jesus because it's not easy, you know, but it's something that I don't regret. I'm glad that I did. And this show is all about advocating for a relationship with God. And I'm hoping that my, by me being transparent with my walk with God and showing how, you know, it can be tricky, it can be, you know, challenging, but at the end of the day, it is worth it. And I'm hoping that me living it in real time will inspire somebody else to at least give it a try. And on this walk with God, loving God can be easy. Trusting God can be hard. But I believe we can all get there one step at a time on this Christian walk. I'll see you next time. Uh, walk with me, talk with me. What you know about God? Will he ride with me? Come and open my eyes for me. Hit my story. Show me more what's in store. And once more, listen, homie, can you walk with me? Talk with me. What you know about God? Will he ride with me? Come and open my eyes for me. Hit my story. Show me more. In store, and once more, listen, homie, can you walk? Uh, can you walk? Let's walk.